T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How big is the show? That can get Tom Lavero, columnist with the Times. Of course, the key factor to the success of the Kevin Sheehan podcast. He was the star of the Sports Fix. I know star that. of the Sports Fix. For many years here. I mean, look at all the properties that yeah. he's carried. I know. You know, and it's just. He's used to carrying properties. Oh, he is. Sure. Well, I mean, that's. And now we need him to carry us. Hey, Tommy, we like to be number one, too. Two of my favorite people. What a great way to spend Victory Monday. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what jumped out at you in the ball game? Hey, boys. Uh, yesterday felt probably as good as a game in recent memory for this team. Uh, it was it was pretty uh, much apparent in the first 10 minutes of the game that Houston had no answer. No answer at all from what the, uh, the commanders were doing. And the only team that was going to beat Washington yesterday were the commanders, and they didn't do that. That's a good point. I was thinking about that yesterday, how they kind of avoided those you know, stupid mistakes or just turnovers and things like that to open the game up for, for the Texans uh, in this one. But, I, you know, were you – I mean, I, I don't think anybody's surprised that Ron Rivera made the announcement, although I guess you could say they were very much – uh, you know, you know, all in on Carson Wentz early in the season, but is it any of the quarterback stuff surprise you at this point? I feel like if he would have said the opposite, it would have been a mutiny on his hands. Well, let's just say the guy you're talking to who told everybody on August 9th that Carson Wentz would be benched by the 10th game of the season <laughs> isn't Rivera. surprised. Yeah. yeah, It's not surprised. This guy here is not surprised. I mean, I don't know what all, what these analytics that Ron Rivera was talking about, you know. But, I mean, if you watched Carson Wentz play last year, you knew he was limited. You knew he was maybe a backup quarterback and probably not a good backup quarterback at that. Uh, I thought that Taylor Heineke uh, is a limited quarterback, but much better fit for what this team was going to be able to do this year. Uh, he's not the quarterback that's going to take you to the Super Bowl, but given the, the, the strength that this team would have, uh, he was the best fit. And I think, you know, now it, it's undeniable he's the best fit. Yeah, I'm not saying this is the 85 Bears, but it does have the potential of the 85 Bears and because they were not a pass-first option team. 
they will run first. Right. And when you have a back, now we get two people to get the equivalence of sweetness. McMahon, better in commercials than passing the ball. They were solid. Like, we'll be solid. We ain't never going to touch the Dolphins with Marino as a pass offense. But the formula to me here is set if we can live up to it and if Taylor can actually get better. I'm waiting to see him actually up his game. Now, let's remember a few things. First of all, what we saw yesterday from the defensive line in particular was sort of what we expected to see at some point all along, given there were four first-round draft picks, three of them you know, only playing the fourth one, Chase Young, maybe coming back this Sunday. Given the fact that these players were so highly touted that we expected pretty much what we saw yesterday, but we hadn't seen it yet. I mean, right. we, we, see, we saw it as the season was progressing. But yesterday was sort of like the culmination of what we all expected, starting with when Jonathan Allen was drafted in 2017. And they've reached that point now, and I write this in a column tomorrow in the Washington Times. You can read about it. You know, if you want to look for places where this season turned around, let's go back to August 9th again. I happen to be on my mind. That's the day they let Sam Mills go as a defensive line coach. And, uh, look, I, no disrespect to Sam Mills, but everyone knew there was friction there between him and, and the linemen. And you've you got to put the, the, connect those dots and say that has something to do with guys now slapping five for fun instead of beating each other up on the sideline. <laughs> Tom Lamera's with us, Washington Times columnist. Via the BetQL guest hotline, Bet Smarter, be the books. Download the BetQL app today. It is Burgundy and Gold today with Doc Walker, Scott Jackson. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a really good point. Um, you also wonder the addition by subtraction, too, when they got, you know, William Jackson off the field, or did he get himself off the field when he said his back hurt in that game against the Texans? And, you know, you had this strange back and forth between the coach and the player saying, you know, he's healthy. You know, we took him out for. You know, we you know we made the decision or whatever it was, but th- it, it does seem to be a couple moments you could point at where where this team, you know, defensively has come to bet together. And you know, let's think back to June, even Tom, when most people wanted to see the defensive coordinator fired. I mean, I, I don't think you could have talked me into that this was going to be uh, the big success story of the team either. I would I would agree. I, I I would absolutely agree. And right now they have a formula that should serve them well moving forward. It's a formula that's limited. Look, look at the Tennessee Titans, okay? Yeah. This is their formula, okay? And they have they have Marion Motley back there as their <laughs> yeah. running back, yeah. you know, yeah. and Derrick Henry. But it only takes you so far. But that's okay. That's territory that this team hasn't been in in a while, you know? In, you know, in, in the postseason conversation, it's better than being home watching it. So, I mean, you know, there's a limit as to how far they can go with Taylor Heineke, a quarterback. But I, I think it, it, there is a pass to the playoffs for them. I think you're going to need 10 wins to make the playoffs this year. Uh, and I think they're capable of doing that, particularly when you see the Giants uh, sort of melt down like they did yesterday. Were you surprised, Tom, the way Dallas – just went in and chewed Minnesota up? You know, I, I, I was surprised because next to the commanders, 
the, the, the most self-destructive team in, in football are, are the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And they suffer from the same aura of self-destruction. Mm-hmm. But they have a, a defensive uh, unit that's elite. And they have, they have the elite defensive player in the league in Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, you see, this is the one, uh, the one weak point for the commanders moving forward, which is why Taylor Heineke is much better fit at quarterback than Carson Wentz. They're not a great pass protection team. I mean, Taylor Heineke takes a lot of shots. He gets rid of the ball quick. He moves around, and that diffuses that situation. Uh, if Carson Wentz is back there uh, for some of these pass rushes, I mean, you're looking at multiple turnovers and disasters. But when they play Dallas again, the last game of the year, which could be a very important game for them, I don't know how they're going to stop Michael Parsons. I don't know how Michael Parsons, your, your defensive plays – don't include Michael Parsons rushing the quarterback every single play. He's that good. Yeah, potentially. And do we do like to play the game sometime, not as often as your partner in crime, Mr. Sheehan, and what um, would have, could have, or should have happened. But Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, Niners, Cowboys, two opponents down the road. And I hate to get down the road, but I do know that obstacle is there, and I'm glad it's there. Because it gives you a chance to measure yourself for real, not hypothetically. We play at the state. The schedule is perfect. It's set up perfectly for you if you can hold your own. Yes, it is. For the next couple of weeks, it certainly is. Yep. Uh, giving them enough momentum that they should certainly believe in those themselves going into those two powerhouse games at, at the end of the year. You know, I, I, I'm gonna, I, I want to give Rivera credit. I've, I've been hard on him at different times. Uh, but uh, they are playing right now like a well-coached team. Uh, you know, whether that's by accident or on purpose, they just are. They're not making the sort of mistakes uh, that even when they, you know, even when, you know, they have a situation where, like, they open the game slow, they still manage to come back and, and, and win it. Now, they just... They just seem to have a level of confidence now about them. And this is something Rivera has done uh, over the years. He's, he's built teams up in the middle to latter parts of the season, but they're, they've always been limited. And this team still may be limited, but I don't think they're going to be limited against the Atlanta Falcons. How's that? All right, I got one for you because I had these a few of these uh, paranoid uh, tweets yesterday, concerned tweets, everyone will look at them, people saying, all right, team keeps winning, they're doing well. Does that change the mindset of the owner <laughs> to, to maybe take the for sale sign down? You are so, you are so I'm just I'm just messy. asking questions. You're messy. And I know Tom has covered this messy. area very closely uh, with his column, so I just want to get your take on that. Do you think this that anything that happens on the field is any calculus as to what happens off of it? It's not that paranoid, Scott. It's reasonable position. Yeah. I mean, if if they were to drastically, I mean, accomplish something so dramatically great uh, that a conversation could suddenly change somehow, yeah, it's it's. I tell you what, that is more possible than this notion that that people need to stop going after Dan Snyder because people, if, people, if they keep going after him, he's going to get pissed off and then turn around and <laughs> right. say, I'm not selling the team. Now that's a ridiculous position. The idea that they could somehow be uh, rise to a level 
where they're no longer disgusting, that's not so paranoid. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, something to think about. Food for thoughts, news you could use, I guess. <laughs> you, just, man, you, just, you know, you just, Tom, a couple of weeks ago, once when the announcement first entered the public, we're the game. I'm here with Jackson, who's so messy. People are flying into the stadium. It was crazy the level of energy that presented itself. You see how we travel on the road. That Houston crowd, I don't know how many shots you saw, but it was burgundy. Oh, I had friends of mine who were at the game who kept texting me uh, photos of the crowd. Uh, look, uh, Earl Campbell wasn't coming out of that locker room for them, and, they, and those and those Houston fans knew it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that, that that's that's a that's another self destructive franchise. Uh, it hasn't been around that long as an expansion franchise. The, 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 the Texans. So yeah, uh, I mean that is that was certain. Look. The Commander fans have always traveled well, and of lately, it's by choice because they'd rather go see the team on the, on the road than have to go to Ghost Town Field to see them at home. When would you call it, Tom? Ghost Town Field. He calls it Ghost Town Field. <laughs> and I'm telling you, there are people that, former season ticket holders. Yeah, they won't go. That said, I'll take that money, I will pick. Yeah, I, you know, I will yeah. pick. They'd rather go to a different and go, go to a different yep. stadium to get away. To as well. They yep. see it as not being able to fund this particular owner, but yet still support the team. And and at first I thought really, and now I go since I'm no longer able to travel with the team. Um, this is what I hear. Yeah, and it makes sense. No, nah, it does. I, I I totally understand, and I I still think there are holdouts. In terms of okay, he says he's selling the team. We're going to go. You know, we're not going to come to the game. People are not going to be fooled. The simples to hearing that they're going to wait until they put their money back into a home game until he's for gone, gone. Yeah, you know? it shows they, you the disposable yeah. income. Yeah. is still enormous. Sure, that people are traveling like this. I mean, I, I thought you know, it, it, I'm telling you, man, it blew me away at the number of people. A couple of our 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 best. Followers who have run the travel agents deals and they they have party groups going. Hey man, it's interesting. I'm impressed. What's your gut tell you about this upcoming week, Mr. Lavero? Well, I think the Falcons are tailor made for this uh Washington team. They don't have much of a pass rush, okay? Uh and they don't score a lot of points. See this team the one thing I, I as much as I like Taylor Heineke. And the offense, the way it's run right now, they, they can't generate a lot of points. They can't get True. into a, a shootout. It's just not capable of it. Uh, they, can't, they can't score that quickly. Okay. Well, the Falcons are, are the same way, except they're probably not as good at it. And they generate hardly any pass rush of, of note. So, I mean, again, I think you're in a situation where, come Sunday, the only team that's going to beat Washington are the commanders. I think I think this is a Taylor May game for them. And you did say Taylor May, by the way. I caught that as well. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was cool. well done. That was well done. Very, very, well done. very, very happy about that. Yeah, it, that's what it they is. pay me the big money. That's what Sam pays me the big money for. Well, well I mean, you carrying that show. I'm not yeah, honest. I mean, come I mean, on. You know, that's how nothing. many years have you been carrying that show now, Tommy? Oh, I don't know, centuries. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's, it's amazing. 
do you ever get a thank you? I mean, he's been known to be, it can be sometimes, you know, kind of like a porcupine. No, no, Kevin is very good to me. Let me just go on record at saying that. Kevin is good to me. In spite of his limitations, he's still good to me. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I got to admit it, too. I do. He's, uh, even though, you know, being his number one fill-in guy when others bail out, um, he does – he doesn't take your dignity away. I'll give him that. He does make you Let me just, feel welcome. He, did, he, tr- he tried his best when I predicted that uh, Wentz would be benched by week 10. He ridiculed me. Yeah. He just he dissed me. Said, I mean, just – just did everything he can to basically scoff at the notion. So I can't wait to our discussion tomorrow. Yeah, we'll look forward to that on the Kevin Sheehan podcast. All right, Tom, thanks so much. Hey, Tom, you're the best, and brother. Check Thank him you. Out on in the Washington Times, WashingtonTimes.com, and obviously <laughs> on the line. <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. All yeah. right, take it easy. Tom Lavera with us here on Burgundy Gold today. Always good talking to him. So I had forgotten that he had predicted the, uh, but I'm glad he was here to remind me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that he had predicted Wednesday bench by week ten. I had somebody else tell me that too. Uh, actually, it was one of my my friends from Old Dominion who said that as well. They go, "Oh, Taylor will be playing that game." Because I said something about the Monday night game back in Philly. They go, "Oh, Wentz won't be on the field by then." Uh, had was, they seen the Philadelphia game? He was very certain about that. What's had that? they seen the Philadelphia game? Before they yeah, said that? this oh, was yeah. actually prior to the first Philly game. This was preseason-ish conversation. Well, that's impressive. Yeah, they go, oh, he won't make it that far. Did I they- really like the – it's not about him as a person. Yeah. No. It's just the, – now the line is better. Here's the one thing I will say. Now, Taylor may not give him the chance. Right. Because all Taylor's got to do is just play his butt off and get a little bit better, step up in the pocket, don't throw going backwards. Yeah. And uh, just be himself. And I don't think anybody can touch it. But should he stumble in that, I think you might get a better version. Now that Wentz has got a chance to take a look at it, if he's healed, healthy, and I would really prefer him to be on the sidelines in the number two position than Howell. Yeah, I think that's what Ron was getting at yesterday, but he also said they got to see him throw, they got to see him practice. Yeah, he's got to be healthy. Yeah, he's got to be healthy. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people that was kind of hoping at some point they would make it easier on themselves with the offense yesterday to get us a Hal sighting just to see what it would look like, uh, even though I know they wouldn't have let him do much. But still, I just like to see him finish the game with the Well, backs. had we scored like we should have. Right, right. Yeah, then he could have been yeah. 30 to nothing and didn't yeah. let him play. Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, I think that makes sense. I mean, if you're going to be in it and if, you know, I mean – Let's be honest. I mean, Taylor's still, you know, he's not gotten any bigger. I mean, he's gotten stronger, but he's still, you know, takes some hits. Yesterday he had an awkward thing where he got stepped on. He was kind of hobbling around. Yeah. That's that right. second to last drive, you know, obviously went out and finished the game, but you wonder how he's going to feel. Oh, he'd week. play if you cut his foot off. Yeah, I mean, right. He's going to try like, to play. He's not going to no, try to No, he's blood yeah. guts now. He, yeah. He <laughs> is. Uh, but when, when I say get better, I wouldn't say it if I didn't think he could. Sure. I nah. think he can throw a little bit better I think so, and get rid of it a little quicker. But then again, the downhill running game, his best friend is in Bulls up front, and we might have seen it differently in terms of how they played. Mm-hmm. I'm really encouraged if you don't put them in space, but you let them play big boy football, I think they relish at it, and I can't be happier for Trey Turner. It seemed like the um, Texans were ready for the – I guess it was like three to four rollouts, bootlegs yesterday. Yeah. They were sitting on him. He didn't have much yeah. to offer there. And I imagine teams are doing that. And teams are taking away his running lanes a little bit too, it looks like. I mean, I think the Vikings did the best job of that 
uh, watching at FedEx Field. It's hard to tell on TV where the linebacker depth is and the safeties and all that stuff, but you know, you got to wait for, I guess, whenever. Supposedly it's supposed to be out today, but it wasn't this morning. Yeah, he the, took a couple of hits. I don't want to see him take. Yeah. If he didn't have to, you got to kind of protect himself. I think if he throws quicker on some of those rollouts, he sure. had his tight end. And he'll see it. He'll see it. He'll adjust. And um, I, I, te- I am interested to see this. Because the two most impactful players on the team, influential players rather, yes. are Heineke and 99. Oh, in terms of the team. In terms so, of yeah, yeah, leadership. How people react to them. Right. Emotional. Emotionally. Yeah, yeah. John Allen's your leader. Mm-hmm. He could care less about anything other than playing the game. Right. Kicking somebody's ass. Kicking somebody's ass. But the way this team reacts and feeds off Heineke. And nine nine. Yeah, you're right. I can't imagine both of them healthy on the same in the same game. Crazy. Yeah. Could see it next I week. I want to see that. I think we'll see it next week. I do week. want to see it. All right, coming up, we'll get back to some phone calls at three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Heard from Tom Lavero there. Um and I, I, my question about Snyder and the sale is not that crazy. See he, he No, he, you 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 you're messy. Well, I and listen. People ask out. me the questions. You Doc. know, I am no, out no. Here you to threw try this to survey out. the correct I hadn't answers. even thought of that, and I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> I'm so excited about where we're going. What could ruin my and day? And then you threw this a monkey wrench in there. They say no. We're about to further review, and I go, "You got to be kidding me." We're six and five. No, seven and five. It's eight and five. Nine and five. What could go wrong? Oh my God! The for sale signs down. That's what could go wrong. All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine. We'll get back to calls of this team. Six and five. One yesterday handily, but wasn't a lot of style points. Is that could give you a little pause moving forward? Get to your thoughts coming up next. It is Burgundy Gold today with Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team Nanity, streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on Burgundy Gold today, Doc Walker, <laughs> Scott Jackson with your team, 980. 
Uh, listen, this this thing I brought up, and again, it's fans ask you the questions. You got to go to the sources. You know, guys like Tom Levera are plugged in, and uh, Mark uh, or Mass Dark uh, tweets me to say, "I'd rather lose the rest of our games. The for sale sign is going to go down." <laughs> Man. Hey, look, that's not conf- that's not. It's just a, it's a question. It's it's not something that's it's not a movement necessarily, uh, but it is certainly a paranoia fear for some. I would imagine. Uh, Mo tweets to say, keep in mind, it's not only fans traveling, but we have fans that live all around the country, man. Fans live in these cities as well. Oh, yeah. And it's their opportunity to see the team up close. No doubt. I mean, you see it in the South in particular, I think, when this team plays. There's a lot of, uh, you know, support for them. Remember last year in Atlanta, Carolina. Oh, it used to be the team of the South. Yeah, forever. Forever. It was a big deal when I was in... um, when I was in Raleigh, people were pissed because they stopped putting the games on the air because of the Panthers. I mean, yeah, people were not 80s. happy about that. And even the preseason, although the Panthers somehow sometimes were showing up in preseason games in, in Southern Virginia, like in the Tidewater area. But I don't know if that's still the case. Yeah, it was, it was different. You, you, I remember going to Atlanta, playing the, the, I almost said Braves, playing mm-hmm. the Falcons. And we were... I don't know what was it. Maybe it, it, Georgia, and the it was. I couldn't believe how many fans. They said no. Originally that was it. Yeah, Chucky on uh, on Twitter. You know, so I hear all these new fight songs. All right. Well, Chucky's got one of his one of his uh, soldiers, the Washington fight song, and I don't know. It's how, not the left hand up song though. No, not that one. I told him that's you the one send that's taking the street, taking over the streets. Well, so. I'm here. I hear that a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I told you know, Chucky, man, you got to hear B. Mitch, man. B. Mitch has clout. If you want to get your dog hooked up, you got to go through B. Mitch. It is all this too young for me. You got to get somebody much younger because um, I, 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 I just don't. You're not into fight do. songs. Well, no, I am, but I still, I, I like the old one. Yeah. And I know I can't do it. It's over. Well, yeah. They sort of did it, but then they slowed it down. Yeah, I did. Which that was didn't. strange. I think they should have kept the I same. I hate when I hear Fly Eagles Fly. I'm so jealous yeah. that they have a song. And this What United. about the Steelers Polka? You ever hear that? No. That's I know Big Tony. I know ever. one thing about them. I won't have to hear from him. <laughs> yeah. Now, he, have you heard from him? No. No, he. He's, he's underground. <laughs> uh, Dwayne tweets and says, although I don't care how we win, and like I said yesterday, you don't get style points at the end of games. I agree with Doc about Gibson scoring. <laughs> in a clo- in this close to the NFC race, the tiebreaker, make them that a point scored. Mathematically, Texans uh, couldn't catch up. Yeah, that's not a terrible See, I w- and he's first smarter yeah, really than I am. Ahead, yeah. I wasn't thinking all For I want to do is humiliate. I don't want to hear Clay Goldsboro's mouth. So right now, I think the Commanders and the Vikings – let me pull this back up. I had somebody sent, bring this to my attention. I knew that the commanders were still at a negative differential in mm-hmm. terms of points for the season, uh, even though they have a winning record at, at this juncture because obviously they've won a lot of close games. Minnesota has also won a lot of close games, um, obviously, but they had not lost but one game until yesterday's humiliation at the hands of the Cowboys. So, um, you know, that those kind of things tend to weigh out as the season goes on if you're a good team. Your differentials are usually a lot more, you know, a lot higher up. You know what I mean? Usually the better teams are the easier differential. Like the Eagles are plus eighty, Cowboys are plus eighty four, Giants are plus one, Commanders are minus nine. Yeah, Minnesota's got a negative differential. They're negative two after yesterday's game. Um, and then if you look at the AFC, NFC South. I mean, the Bucks are only plus three in differential. I mean, it's usually you know the badass teams like the Bills are at plus one hundred seven, but now not in first place anymore because the Dolphins, but. 
Although, that's weird, because they actually had the winning record in the division. They haven't won a division game, that's right. The Bills have gone over two in the division, which is crazy, because they lost to the Dolphins as well. So your point is? The badass teams usually have. Yeah. yeah not the teams that are scraping to get by. Like the yeah. Vikings for weeks are scraping to get by. And obviously yesterday got thumped by your friend's Cowboys. Well, the Vikings, we uncovered their mystery. Because yes. we almost beat them. Yeah, right. I mean, they're you not know? a great team. And But then they go in and do the Buffalo thing. So I think it's good for NFL fans all the way across the board. But I don't really care about the f- fans across the board i care about our people right and we gotta we gotta get better so that we can be in the mix uh you want to get to the phone calls for one moment let's go to i thought man you know i hear from roy i hear roy on other shows i think i just heard from roy but i was wrong brunswick roy what up hey guys awesome shows always yeah i haven't called anybody in the last day i think (laughs) my man uh you know, I I like that, um, you know, I like most of what Turner has done. Um, well, let me start with defense. The front four that we thought was really thin in the beginning, mm. and that was because of losing Settle and Ionitis. I mean, those depth players, like you see Two Hill and Obata and all those guys, I mean, they're in the backfield almost as often uh, when Allen and Payne, you know, are out. So that's just really refreshing that we actually had more depth there. Um, it looks like the gap integrity that Del Rio was talking about before, they fixed that because you don't see a lot of room, and, and it's a lot of straight four-man rushes, and there's no room. So it's like those guys have really started to figure it out. Um, I've been screaming for Gibson to be the feature back, um, especially early in games. I feel like he's just more productive, and, and Heineke and Turner being so familiar with this offense, I feel like if they want to check – to a pass play on first down. I mean, if you hit that boy in stride out of the backfield on a swing pass, I mean, you're almost guaranteed second and short. Um, he gets to the boundary so quick. And so I'd like to see Robinson kind of be the closer, especially a game like yesterday. You bring him in for 10 or 15 touches, and that's the last thing an already tired defense wants to see. But I just think the third down uh, percentage has to get better. And I think that Logan Thomas getting a more involved role like he did last week will really help that, especially between like third and five and shorter because the dude's a big tiny kid really likes to hit him. But love love the W, love celebrating it. And how great will it be to have some Thanksgiving and, and be in a playoff hunt? Beautiful. Thanks, Nicole Roy. You know, it's a fair point about the running back rotation, but I, I do think the rotation is helping. I mean, amazingly, somehow the ball security has gotten better for Antonio. Um, you know, but I do feel like there are games at times that he needs to be, and it was yesterday. I mean, he had the lead role yesterday. He may not have started or gotten the first carry, but he was the lead back yesterday. And he was the guy that got the most plays, got the most touches, uh, when it was all said and done. Yeah, he did. And just, you know, as I continue to just recap and go over and watch these guys, uh, Turner, Norwell, Larson, again, for me, them big three, big nasties. When given an opportunity to go downhill, they're at their best. When you pull them and put them in space, yeah. you just gamble it. And I go, why gamble? Why do you have to do it? That's my only gripe. I just keep don't them in get the phone it. booth. You're saying leave them in the phone booth. They're beating yeah. the hell out of the guys. Is that why they're so front. bad at screens? Exactly. It's because those guys don't pull. Well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you that you that big, they put you out on space. <laughs> it's I mean, frustrating because it would like. If they could run like a good running back screen, yeah, it would be so awesome. Well, that's where Sheriff was priceless. Yes, that's where like yeah, yeah. it's just it's frustrating because you know Gibson can do it. 
And I think and I think Robinson could do it as well. Yeah. But uh, Gibson really Gibson's excels there. Special. Well, Gibson actually yesterday he was one block away from scoring oh, on that one swing pass. A couple times. Yeah, like Bruns, uh, Roy was yeah. just talking about there a second yeah. ago. But yeah, I, I like Gibson a lot. I think the role's fine. Again, he's he's secured the ball. There's going to be enough uh, enough touches for both of them. There's going to be enough touches for both of them. I still think Robinson's trying to get in game shape, I think, fully. And also, he's still got to understand it, right? I mean, there's still mistakes he makes. I think like yesterday, that one he got on a third and short, it should have been a much bigger run, it looked like. Yeah, he's still a toddler. Yeah, he's still learning. Yeah, he's still a toddler. And so, you know, look, we, we were talking about in the preseason with Gibson, that he still you know, was running in the blocks and stuff, but he seems to be seeing it a lot better lately, for sure. Well, well where Ron was absolutely right was that getting a guy to change a position, he saw something, they saw something, and they're right. Because I'm like, what the hell are we doing experimenting with all the guys? That, mm-hmm. you know, and you know what? He was saying, watch this. He's right. So now Gibson is extraordinary. He's an extraordinary talent. And it's just trying to get fits. And I know it's not easy for Coach Turner to figure out how to get all these different pieces and parts right. to work. But sometimes the simplest solution is the best. Big on big, man on man, mano e mano. If you can't handle it in the box, then you lose. And we got these thugs up front. I just hope we get a chance to wear them out. Suitland's our next stop, Jackson. Let's do Lenny. It. Hello, guys. Am I clear? Yeah, you're in. What's Sir. up? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just calling real fast because the question was asked about style points. Yeah, and to be honest, I'm I'm not really into the style points for this particular team uh, right now. I tell you what, I really like um, the defensive presence. When the question was asked, what is the presence of this team? You know, let me look at the Ron Rivera, Coach Rivera. He sure. played with an elite defense in his career. And my um, watching football over the years, I heard this point about defense wins championships. I go back to the days of the steel curtain. I go back to the days of doomsday defense. I go back to the days of like mid, what monsters of the midway, which Rivera was a part of. So not those tough physical um, football in which other teams, I don't care how offensively talented they are. When they're back and the quarterback is back, they're hearing footsteps. When the receivers are out there looking around for who they're going to get hit by, and it causes them to like um, they lose the focus on the ball. I think in terms of this particular team, the, the, the defense really, to me, is what will propel this team forward. In terms of style points of offense, look, when it comes to Heineke, I don't need you to be throwing the ball like 40 times during the game. Be a game manager. The offensive line, push it. You know, be tough. Um, make the lane, open the lanes up for Robinson and Gibson. So all Heineke has to do at this point, be a game manager, you know, to keep the turnovers um, down. And also uh, when you're in the red zone, hopefully Scott Turner gets creative enough to go ahead and use all of his um, um, resources to, to score when you need to. So again, when it comes to identity um, for this team, style points, I don't care if they win 15 to six. I don't care if they win 19 to two. The 10. Defense, tough um, offense, be efficient, especially in the red zone. And I think, you know, you have something going there. So that's the main point that I wanted to make. Thanks for the call, buddy. All right. Good deal. Upper Marlboro Link. 
what's going on, fella? Hey, what buddy. up? Ain't not much, man. Um, just a uh, quick couple of points I wanted to make, man. Um, first point I wanted to make is um, I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta, I gotta give credit when credit due. You know, I was one of the guys calling out Devon Payne, and man, he done shut me up big time. You know what I mean? The boy, the boy, been showing up, man. So I gotta get kudos there. Um, another thing, uh, weeks one through four. I was tearing up the coaching staff. So now I got to get them their credit. They did what they had to do. They turned it around. And then the last thing I wanted to say was um, I think that uh, the role that Gibson is in right now, I think it's perfect for him. Even though he seems to be the better background and the better vision, I think Brian Robinson's, um, you know, his size and the way that he runs – and rarely even losing yards, he's always going forward. It works out better for Gibson coming in because now the defense is really on the hills because the offense can run a pass, and you don't know what you're going to do when Gibson is back there. Also, when you got Gibson and um, uh, 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 kid name, I was just saying Robinson, Robinson, Robinson. Yeah, yeah, and when you got both of them back there, so I think Robinson, you know, he takes a lot of weight off of. Gibson, and then it allows Gibson to do what he does. Appreciate so, you. I ain't gonna listen, fellas. All right, thanks My for man. call. We got to take a timeout, but uh, good stuff. Keep the calls coming. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. We got Fred Smoot coming up at the top of the hour as well. Get your tweets coming at Rick Doc Walker at Jackson Sports Commander six and five with the Atlanta Falcons straight ahead. We got to ask Fred Smoot for the people that don't know Fred or uh, Doc why Fred hates the Falcons so much. Hates them like they're the Cowboys. This is a great story if you don't know it. Yeah, he's he's not a guy that gets angry, but he hates the Falcons. So we'll get to that coming up uh, when he joins us at 2 here on the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Back here on Burgundy and Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson with you here. You're, you're messy. Uh, Fred Smoot's going to join us at 2 o'clock. By the way, uh, Jonesy got cut off earlier when he was talking to us. Uh, says, uh, Doc... Uh, and Scotty sends us the tweet here. I just lost it. Okay, my last point was that I didn't get to finish on the phone. Monster got me. But Heineke is going to have to hit receivers when they're wide open, and he has to work on his timing now. I hear folks on Scott Turner, but he does not throw the ball. That is fair. That is fair. Yeah, that's not that's, that's not piling no, up. You're, you're not, no, you're not being Taylor would say the same thing. Taylor was very, very solemn, I guess might be the word, yesterday after the game, and it was like I missed a lot of st- we missed some stuff. I got to be better. Um, we left points in the field, you know. I, I look. I appreciate the winning and being self-critical, <laughs> you know. I, I appreciate because a lot of time there are some teams we've seen in the past where they win and guys are delusional about their own performance. Uh, hell, that they're nut te- up in New York, the Jets guy. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah, and he's terrible. Yeah, he's awful. Yeah, especially yeah. when they play that team. Yeah, it's New crazy. New England scrambles his brain every time. All right, let's get Russell's co-host on. Polly! Hell <laughs> to the W. What's up, Doc? What's happening? Tylenol Jackson. What's going on, man? Extra strength. <laughs> <laughs> How you guys doing, man? Victory Monday, man. Victory Monday. Yeah. Hey, look, man. Stop. We got to stop with all this. All this nitpicking on Heineke, man, because I see him making a lot of passes 
I've seen him hitting Terry. I've seen him hitting uh, Samuels. I've seen him hitting Logan Thomas. Now, do, you, do you have uh, some problems with, with some tight windows sometimes? Yeah. You know, but may, maybe that'll loosen up a little bit with him not having to look over his shoulder or, or thinking, like, I can't make this make this mistake, so I'm going to take caution on missing high or, or missing wide than actually trying to fit this pass up in here. So, I mean, come on. And he said himself, it's a work in progress. You know, this whole team all year long has been a work in progress. And like I said yesterday, man, my, the one guy I'm worrying about messing it up is Scott Turner, man. You know, just, he just need to, like, like, like I said, when Rufio, when he finally shut up and let me talk, like he just need to accept, look in the mirror and accept who he is. A man that has a plethora of running backs with talent and skill and a guy that can manage the game and let's just run this ball. And as far as Gibby go, man, I agree with, with people saying, like, this is a good role for him and all this and all that. But but come on, man. They ain't, uh, they, they, they ain't pull him out the garage until the second quarter. That can't happen, man. You know what I mean? He, he, need, to be, he need to have his little set of packages in every quarter. You know, the end of the first quarter, I was like, man, we need to get Gibby involved. Let's go. Let's get him going. As soon as he, as soon as that, as soon as fifteen minute mark, he came on that field. All of a sudden, the offense start picking up. You know, what I mean, it's a good. Rotation. He, he was in the second series on offense. He was in the okay. second series you know on saying? offense. Being in the second series, yeah. and getting you the ball is too. He ran games. the ball on the fifth play of their offense yesterday. Okay. Okay. But don't let the facts get in the way of your okay. argument. I, I love it when you do this because it's always listen, great. Because I, I actually watch the game sober. I actually have to watch the game sober to talk about to people man, like yourself. You I got stuff here I can look at. So I appreciate that, though. But you, you stick in your you stick in your narrative, Paulie. You're good at it. Don't change ever. Please do not change ever. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Thank you for the call. I have it right here written down. Go look at the NFL freaking log. They have each play Why charted so for the play-by-play. Play. I mean, dear God, if you're going to make a – I get it. We all get stuck in exaggeration, but my God. I mean, come on, man. Jesus. It's a little bit of accuracy every once in a while. That's all we're asking for. That's all. It's a little bit. Polly, be you, man. Yeah, be no, you. <laughs> stick with your narrative, dude. Scott Turner, he sucks. Even though he doesn't have an a quarter, you know, great quarterback, but he's awful. He's, he's, got, to, he's got to complete passes for them. Dude, the guy's running open. We've all talked about this. He missed people. That ain't the coach's fault. Does he do some stuff that drives us all crazy? Of course he does. Of course he does. Little, you want some of this? Uh, what well, up? Yeah, I had to go. I had to get back in there. Got a little scuttle, but hey, look. After this, I've been picking my wife. You know, she's a processor with Amazon, going on thirty Uh-oh. plus years. I've been picking her mind, man. Look, after this owners meeting. Man, look, they go, my man, they be down there ready to sign off. If they're going to meet up with Dan, Dan Snyder, lawyers down in Miami, you know, that's my man. That's my man hometown anyhow. So he's going to be setting it up. And I'm going to piggyback off with Sabah's say, let's, let's just pull out the playbook behind him. How about the plays that he good at when he's inside the 20? Come on, man. I've seen this man throw the ball. He, I'm telling you, he's formed with the seven-step drop. I'm seven-step drop, Doc. This is what I'm trying to let Paulie. Check it out, Paulie. Every seven-step drop. He's foreign to it. When he go boom, boom, when he go one, two, three, four, five, boom, that's his game. Hey, look, fellas, y'all stay up. God bless. Hey, Doc, how the big fella used to say, simply, how the man, uh, my, my man John Thompson, simply foolishness. But look, my wife say after this meeting down in Miami, the ball going to get the rolling, gentlemen. 
God bless y'all. Y'all stay up, man. That. And Lil tried to put a whole bunch into a small segment. Simply one of the best. Yes. Was Coach Thompson's, you know, reference to that. But uh, it's all good, man. And if you miss, you want to catch the next version of Polly, check in with the rooster. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't miss it, man. It is just classic. It is classic. Yeah, we got over it, and we got over it with good fashion. Smoot is up at the top of the hour. I wanted to ask you a little bit off the beaten path about World Cup. I know that if you weren't doing a regular gig, you'd be there. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah. I wouldn't be there. Uh, not no, there. But you do, you do not soccer, there. you do lacrosse. Yeah, but I wouldn't be there. You do. Is there a sport that you haven't done that you'd like to do? Like uh, pickleball or something yeah, like that? Yeah, because that's next. No, thanks. Now I'm wondering. Maybe. It pays. Yeah. You know, I got to ask. Yeah. Mikey, pickleball, you played it? No, I haven't played pickleball. Okay. Mike's yeah. young. He could actually still play tennis. Well, he could, too. He could move. Anthony's young. Yeah, Anthony. Did you know that Anthony came up with, allegedly, his yeah. nickname? His nickname is Baby Iverson. Baby Iverson. Yeah. Isn't that smart? Yeah. It's Pick a name, name that's so cool. Baby Iverson. Baby Iverson. He should be baby-faced Iverson. Yeah, baby Iverson. And the first thing that comes to mind is he must have just mad handle. Crazy crossover. Crazy crossover. (laughs) It makes you think it was brilliant on Anthony's part to name himself Baby Iverson. You don't think somebody gave that to him watching Not him at play? All. Not at all. You don't think there's Not any chance that all. Anthony no. at Georgetown Prep was such a baller? No way like, in the heavens. That's Baby no Iverson. Way. They got Allen at the university, and there's Baby Iverson no, right here at Prep. No way. There's no way that happened. But give him points for coming up with the creativity side of it. It's right, pretty good. Right. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. But, yeah, interesting. So will you put money in the, World, the World Cup? Yeah, World Cup. Uh, no, I'm not betting on the World Cup. Okay. I'll watch it. I'm excited to uh, – hopefully I'll you, still be excited uh, like 20 minutes into it to see TBUSA play. But, no, I'm, I'm not uh, – Mike, how about you, man? Not a thousand percent. I mean, it only comes around once every four years. Like, who would I be if I didn't take advantage of, uh, you know, placing uh, a little wager on Oh, Mike, team? what are you do, What are you rolling on? Who are you rolling with? Yeah, who are you rolling In with? In this game? Yeah. I mean, just straight up give me USA money line. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to take a draw. Okay. There's there's some decent money. Draws a plus 200 right now. We're like plus 130. Okay. But I'm actually on a little heater, boys. I won Uh-oh. 14 bets in a row this weekend. Wow. I didn't. It was like three separate parlays, but 14 in a row, I went completely undefeated. This has never happened in my entire life. Woo! How about that? Well, how about it's Linnell? It's time to cash out for the holidays. You know what Linnell said last week? That he won like... It's like thirteen hundred bucks. Thirteen hundred bucks. That's crazy. Now Linnell probably owes. I said, son, why would you announce on radio that you just got paid many people you owe money to? <laughs> Was that smart? I said, son, you come up and say you almost made. It. If that team had just done that, I would have won. Then you go on. Poor thing. He announced it. I bet he's flat broke right now as we speak. Yeah, I feel like now that I just announced that I was on a 14-game win streak, it just came to a halt right now. Not the smartest thing It's like talking during a no-hitter. All right, Fred Smoot uh, joining us top of the hour here. We'll get his thoughts on the commandas and what's next. It is Burgundy Bill today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.